Welcome to the Wisconsin Wrestler Podcast with your co-hosts Teague Benwick and Steve Lurkwood. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Wisconsin Wrestler Podcast. I'm your host, Teague Fenwick, coming to you from Holman. And joining me, as always, is my co-host, Steve Lurkwin. Steve, great to be here. Awesome to be here, man. Fantastic week. Section week. I think I think section week, the, the day of sectionals might, how do I say it? I mean, nothing beats the atmosphere of being the Kohl Center. I do like individual state, but I think as far as emotions go, individual well, team sectionals and then individual sectionals has got to be just my favorite week as far as uh, um, intensity and emotion goes. Well, if you even want to add a day, think about you now just coming off of regionals too. <laughs> it's, exactly. Uh, it's a, it's a great eight days for wrestling. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we, uh, I know we, I know we try to get podcasts out a little sooner, especially for this time of year, but business decisions had to be made. And I think we, uh, given ourselves a little more time to come out on a Thursday was probably the correct call. Well, business decision and, uh, happy wife, happy life decision, right? This was my wife's birthday yesterday. So it's, it's hard, hard to justify saying, Hey Teague, we're going to do a podcast. And so, you know, sometimes that doesn't go, I have a great wife, but you know, sometimes things, uh, things trump the podcast. I hate to tell you all that. Yeah. If you don't mind me sharing it was, it was Jamie's birthday yesterday. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I can tell you've been busy with the podcast recently. Cause she did thank me for giving custody of you <laughs> that night. <laughs> yep. That's right. <laughs> and you traveled back from Tuesday night. I mean, you were up in God's country for crying out loud. So you probably got back at, at Oh, dark 30 in the morning. My schedule the last couple of days, I, uh, I got back from Somerset at like 1115 watched wrestling, put the podcast together yesterday, watched more wrestling. And now we're here. I do feel a little guilty because I, I call team sectionals, uh, and it was about 13 minutes from my house and Teague's ears was about two hours and 30 minutes from your house. It was, I, I, I saved up a lot of podcasts for that day. I, <laughs> I planned for it. Nice. Nice. But yeah. We, uh, we got a lot on the docket tonight here, Steve. So real quick, cool wrestling stuff. Uh, Cole, Cole Klimek of Coleman, uh, hit his hundredth win on team sectionals. That's a uh, pretty awesome, but we, a uh, quick team sectional recap, and then we're going to be going through, uh, each sectional and pretty much just a few brackets. And Steve and I, we went research by committee on this one. Steve's going to have a lot more knowledge on the D two D three ones. I'm going to know more about the D one ones. That's how we split up the research and we might interject now and then, but that's kind of, that's the system we went with, but yeah, just going through team sectionals quick and we can recap picks or whatnot during this, but, uh, starting off with the bank, Steve, we knew this was going to be the case D three sectional a in Kadat St. Croix falls 48 lady Smith, 27 Kadat 69 Whitehall nine, and then St. Croix falls 35 Kadat 31. There's a reason we pick separately here in this one. I uh, just lived up to the hype. Yeah, absolutely. Next one up. Let's see if I can slay this pronunciation beast here. 
in a Surin Gillet. We have a Coleman at 63. Gillet Surin. It, it's it's separate. It's different now. <laughs> yeah, but I did see in the I was when I was looking up uh, records and things like that, and they actually had listed Gillet Surin, but then on track it's listed Surin Gillet. Oh, <laughs> yeah, just just messing with me. That's all. We had a uh, Coleman 63, Wittenberg, Burnham Wood at 15, Stratford 47, Chi Octon 24, Coleman 53, Stratford 24. Uh, just a couple takeaways from that one. Chi Octon, great team this year. And it just shows they're, they might be a year or two away from being at that you know, contending for that team sectional Stratford and Coleman are just great programs with longevity. And then, right. uh, Coleman, of course, they, they just flex their muscle in this one. What else is there to say? <laughs> Making the trip back to team state new Lisbon team sectional Aquinas, 48 Ithaca Weston, 27 Fenimore, 33 mineral point 25. And then the final here, Fenimore, 32 Aquinas, 31. It was tied. Fenimore did end up uh, getting the tiebreaker. I believe it was most pins three to two. Correct. But hey, give credit to Aquinas, man. I mean, uh, even that last match, Tate Flaggy got the tech, even though uh, whether they knew there was a tiebreaker in their favor or not, they still went out and got the tie. And he got the tech, Steve. You were updating me from the dashboard, <laughs> but he got that yeah. like the last second, pretty much. I think but, unless a coach is a savant, I don't know how they have all those criteria <laughs> memorized. Maybe they do. Right. And, and pick wise, Steve, we didn't choose Fenimore, but I still think we had the right read when we talked about this. It's just that there's a lot of good teams in this sectional. <laughs> and it's, uh, it was going to be a circus to see you got out and credit to all the teams that participated. Man, props to Fenimore for coming out of a very tough Southwest sectional on the team side. And then Lastly, here in Division Three, the Marquezan sectional, uh, Reedsville 49, Poinette 20, Random Lake 58, Kenosha Christian Life 21, and then Random Lake 32, Reedsville 30. I mean, first of all, give props to Random Lake. Uh, they, I mean, great team, <laughs> great program, I should say, and great programs find a way. I mean, they lost the first duel by 28 points. I think to do a 30 point turnaround like that, you, you know, you got to have things figured out on the coaching and wrestling side of things. So props to them. I think it's their 11th team state trip in a row. Yeah. I was trying to look it up real quick, uh, but yeah, you're pretty close. And then on the other side of things, Steve, you know, you always say we, we, we get invested in the, in these kids and these teams and you think about all the interactions that we've had with Reedsville this year, seeing their team at girl state and whatnot and talking to the coaches and man, I, I heard a little bit when you read that team score to me and it's, it's just a great group of people over in Reedsville. You know, we're not bandwagoners. We ride by it. Not just not, it's not, it's deeper than picks. We ride by our right. teams that we support and you know, still a part of Panther gang. That's, I think I think this is just the beginning for Reedsville, though. I think this will not be the last year we'll see them competing for a team sectional championship. Yep, true that. All right, then Division Two, Somerset team sectional, Amory seventy eight, Northwestern three, uh, West Salem Bangor forty eight, Nielsville Greenwood Loyal thirty two, and then uh, Amory fifty four, West Salem Bangor at nineteen. Uh, first of all, this is the one I was at, and great atmosphere. Somerset has that gym, you know, where they fit two mats in it. And it's just, 
you know, if it gets packed in there, it could be a pretty, uh, pretty rowdy atmosphere, but, uh, it was, I mean, they were great hosts. It was so fun seeing everybody talking to, I talked to all the coaches that were there, all the head coaches. Nice. And I got to, got to introduce myself to Mike Kelly himself. (laughs) Nice. I mean, what can I say? Somerset was great host. It was like, we always say we love the Northwest and just, just to be there. And it just, they, they make you feel right at home. And I think the thing that impressed me most now, now that I got to see Amory's full team in person, um, they're, they're hammers. They really like to get pins and they just how coach Kelly talked about. They're just intense, aggressive, and they love to wrestle, but I really got to give credit credit to West Salem Bangor as well. Uh, the, the final duel was over about eight matches in, I think. And Every match after that, Steve, was a hard-fought match. You know, there's some sectional rematches and whatnot, and or, yeah, rematches that they'd see on Saturday. But every kid from Amory and West Salem went out there and left it out on the mat, and the crowd was invested in it the whole time. It was, it was awesome to see for a duel where the result was put away, and even the West Salem-Bangor coaches at the end, they put uh, one of their seniors in for, for the last match of the duel, so he got that experience. That's awesome. And yeah, that was, that was the Somerset team sectional. Oh, one thing here before I forget, while we're talking about good people, uh, talking to a St. Croix Falls source, he said, uh, one of the best parts of the night was the Kadat crowd and just how classy they were and supportive and in an atmosphere like that with, with the duel like that, you know, it can be hard to be graceful in those moments sometimes, but to hear the Kadot section, you know, being as classy as they were, that's that's good stuff. Yeah, that's good to hear. Talked about. All right, moving on to the Division Two Amherst team sectional, O'Connell Falls fifty-one, Amherst thirty, Luxembourg Casco thirty-four, Freedom twenty-eight, Luxembourg Casco sixty, O'Connell Falls a ten, and wow, <laughs> Luxembourg Casco is hard charging towards Team State right now, Steve. Right on. Yes, they are. Uh, River Valley at team sectional. I, I watched one of these matches so far. I watched the first round. I need to see this final one here, but Prairie du Chien, 31, Lodi 24, Evansville 53, Whitewater 19, Prairie du Chien, 31, Evansville 25. And man, oh man, a <laughs> couple of barn burners of duels. Uh, Steve and I were on the phone and I was driving back from Somerset and we, he was updating me about the duel and it was crazy just hearing it over the phone. But <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you everybody is it's on YouTube. Go find it. Watch it. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'd highly rec- watch both rounds. <laughs> I highly recommend right. watching both rounds there. And also on the same note of, you know, we, uh, we did say that Prairie du Chien Lodi was going to be the final in our season preview we did. and props to Evansville. Cause they completely blew that theory out of the water. They, they deserve that date. They, they like, they show that they deserve to be in that grouping. And last sectional for D two Amro Winnicott 56 Keel 24 Campbellsport 48 Martin Luther 24 and then a Winnicott 47 Campbellsport 25. Now, again, one of those deals, Winnicott came in and they, they just took care of business. AT hey, going back to river Valley. Uh, actually, no, we had that, right. We had Evansville 
because we knew Prairie Sheen and Lodi were going to meet in the uh, semifinal. Yeah. We, we both had Evansville, although I had Lodi, you had Prairie Sheen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I thought you said uh, we. I, we both had Evansville in the final, but we both kind of said that Prairie Duchene Lodi was going to be the marquee event. And oh, I see what you're saying. And okay. we were we yep. were very wrong on that avenue. <laughs> yep, we're wrong and we're sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, that Amro one. I mean, Winnicotti did good work, but you know, you got Keel and Campbellsport, a couple of teams that are familiar with team sectionals, and Martin Luther. Uh, you see how many underclassmen are on their team? Uh, I don't, I don't know if they're going anywhere necessarily. Nope. And then uh, Division One, Wausau West, uh, Marshfield forty, River Falls twenty seven. I mean, Marshfield's going to be a force at Team State. They like to get bonus points and just good luck surviving their murderers row. <laughs> and we did get the pick wrong, but I'll hear about yeah. that on Saturday, I'm sure. <laughs> yep. And we have uh, Nina sectional, Kakana fifty, Pulaski at twenty six. There. Icona took care of business. Props to Pulaski putting up 26 points still on the defending champs. Wanakee, Holman at 65, Beaver Dam, Wayland Academy at nine. Props to Beaver Dam. I don't know uh, when the last time they made team sectionals was, but uh, they have a good, solid young core right now. Hartford Union. Uh, we had uh, Arrowhead 42, Oshkosh West 25. A Milton sectional, Stoughton 33, McGuanago at 28. And wow, oh, wow. Steve, uh, do you, you did the play-by-play, man. Do you want to give us a rundown? I, hey, go watch it. I mean, it was, it, it was a great match, uh, great atmosphere. And you know what? Uh, two high-quality teams. I, I, I you know heard a couple of comments. People were talking. I said it was too bad these two teams had to meet here and not at the state tournament because I think both of them uh, would have been the running. Um, I thought on paper that McGuanago, McGuanago was the favorite, and I knew Stoughton was going to have to make some things happen. Obviously, uh, um, you know, get a few things to turn their way. And I counted four key things that need to turn their way as I was preparing preparing my notes for the match. And all four of those things happened. And, uh, um, you know, it was just, it was electric. You talk about being electric in an electric gym. Crowds were into it. Uh, you know, the wrestlers were into it. I mean, a few times the, the teams are approaching the mat, just yelling their teammate, their uh, teammates on, on the mat. And it was, uh, it was awesome. You know, it, it came, it came down to the last match, but really, uh, it came down to, there were a few, a few key early matches, 113 pounds. And I think it was 126 pounds, uh, were really the keys as, it, as we came down the stretch. Um, but yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, Tigo, it was my first time watching a D one. Uh, team sectional. I was always at D2 and D3 growing up. And then, uh, you know, as coaches and all that, and uh, first time getting to see that atmosphere of it and absolutely loved it. Got the call, do the play-by-play with Pat Yelk, head coach of Milton. Um, just a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I watched that one. And, I mean, you guys killed it on the call, but <laughs> I was, I was, my heart rate was like going up, like while I was watching it on my laptop. <laughs> And I already yeah, and knew you, the result of the duel too. Right. If you have 15 seconds, you only have 15 seconds uh, to spare to watch, uh, watch the, the end of the 220 pound, uh, 220 pound match. A hundred percent recommend that as well. <laughs> Nicolay uh, sectional Nicolay 50 Brookfield East 28 and Nicolay's got a pretty solid crew going into team state. <laughs> 
and they it'll be it'll be fun to see how they do there. I don't know a whole lot about their team given they're on the other side of the state, but they have a few solid wrestlers and pretty great social media page as well. Good social media presence. Kind of doubles up as a meme page, but I think that's uh it's a good indicator of the generation of the times. <laughs> and we have the Pewaukee sectional uh, Muskego 71 West Dallas central zero Just huge showing by Muskego. And yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they do at team state. And then lastly here for team sectionals, uh, Racine it was at Racine St. Catharines, Franklin at 38 Burlington at 29. And man, what a, what a run for Franklin to get back to team state, Steve. Yeah. Uh, first time since I believe 2011, ish somewhere around there. Um, yeah. Shout out to Franklin. I didn't, uh, I apologize. I didn't pick them. I had Burlington uh, and there were two different coaches that I heard from or uh, people that I heard from. And uh, these guys were one of them the next day with pictures and everything. So uh, shout out to them. And uh, for our preseason picks, uh, I ended up with seven out of 16. You got 10 out of 16, Steve. So Wow. I'm, I'm solely on here for the entertainment. If you want good wrestling analysis, Steve is your guy. I just pick off, you know, who's got the better looking uniform. That's all. And also I think, uh, kind of sped through team sectionals. I think the game plan for future years, we're, we're hoping if we can schedule it this way is team sectional podcast on Wednesday, individual sectional podcast on Saturday, but it's just kind of at the point, Steve, where I think everyone had now that team sectionals is done. Everyone does have their eyes on individual sectionals. So correct. That's going to be more of the focus for this one. Basically what we're going to be doing with individual sectionals tonight is uh, just going through each one and picking out three to five good brackets that we like, whether it be, there's going to be a good kid that doesn't make it out. There's going to be a good head to head matchup that we'll see, or just a wide open brackets in general. But yeah, that's kind of the the layout that we have here. And of course, uh, we are starting off in division three, St. Croix falls. And yes, Steve, you did, you did the legwork on D two and D three. So I'll make sure to interject just to give you a breather at every now and then. (laughs) No, that's fantastic. Yeah. The the St. Croix falls, uh, obviously St. Croix falls going to, uh, going to team States. Uh, I found three particular brackets in this one that I, I you know, s- sparked my interest. Um, 113 pounds is uh, we're going to have a great semifinal match between Kellen Kelly uh, from St. Croix Falls, the 27 and five sophomore and Ian Radnitz uh, from Glenwood City. That's going to be a semifinal bat, uh, bat match off right away. And then Kane Johnson from Cameron, he's the ninth seated or ninth ranked wrestler on the bottom, bottom of that side. 126 these that one that one i think is pretty much going to go to chalk as far as who the top three are obviously there could be some uh change up in those as far as seeds go but 126 pounds and 285 pounds are a couple big brackets teague Caden clark st croix falls he's the ranked number eight semifinal is going to be going against clayton roscoe the lady smith jr that's going to be a semifinal bout and look, look at this one bud the first round State champ Braden Sontag, Kadat, number one ranked wrestler, is going to be going against Clear Lakes Mitchell Anderson, the ninth ranked wrestler. That's uh, that's right out of the gates. It's uh, that's a big, and that means uh, Anderson lost to someone. <laughs> yeah, I would obviously. Uh, uh, I think Clear it was Lake. Cl- I'm, 
I'm assuming Clark, it could be yeah. Roscoe. Uh, I didn't check that particular one, but what that means is that somebody on that backside is going to be fighting for their life for third place, right? That's going to be a, that's going to be a battle. Loser's going to go home. Winner's going to go to state and all three of those guys could be top six on the podium. And on then the, br- uh, the other, Oh, go ahead. Let's say on the bright side, if Anderson were to hypothetically lose a son and tag, then if, if you're in that situation, at least, you know, you have a stud on the championship side that, you know, is going to win. So you can keep wrestling or for Absolutely. the most part, you think. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, I was, uh, when I was coaching at that level, cause in D D two and D three, if you lose first round, you got a shot, your guys got to win. Right. So it's pretty good knowing, Hey, if I knock off son and take, I'm all right here, but if I lose pretty good shot that I'm going to have a wrestle back in the last bracket for this sectional Mike Nelson unity. He's uh, the fifth rank wrestler. There's going to be a great semifinal match with Nathan Zarens from. Oh, shoot. Uh, oh, okay. That's Thorpe. I apologize. Thorpe Owen with the, um, I, I saw the initials. I'm like, wait a minute. That's not uh, who I thought it was, but Thorpe Owen with the, he's the 11th seat or 11th ranked wrestler. And then on the bottom side, Wiley Dunn from Whitehall. And then uh, the the first round match, I know it's an honorable mention, but we got Brandon Summers from Phillips. And then Keegan Plamon from Boysville. They're going to be, he's a 12-seater wrestler. I'm sorry, 12th ranked wrestler. I apologize. So the winner of that one's going to go on to take on Wiley Dunn, obviously, if everything goes to chalk, as Teague says. Yeah, I heard you. I, use, I, I heard you use the chalk term on on the yeah. stream too. I was pumped. I did. I was pretty proud of myself. I said, if everything goes to chalk, I was. Uh, I, I was. I was pretty stoked to to use that one. Uh, but T, I'm gonna pop right into the Bondwell sectional. I, I got quite a few at this one. There's a lot of there's a lot of big weight classes, and there's a common theme with Division two and three. And it seems like all the stacked wrestlers, all the top top ranked wrestlers, are all at 106 pounds, going to be facing each other in the second or in the uh, uh, sectionals. I apologize. Uh, 106 pounds, Mason Dewing from Crandon, number 12 ranked wrestler going first round, bud, against the 11th ranked wrestler, Derek Goddard, Auburndale. That's going to be a good battle. Uh, and then the winner of that one already, because there is a bye, is going to take on Dylan Cummings, the number seven ranked wrestler from Lena. And then the bottom side team, right off the bat, we have Connor Markowitz from Coleman going against Trenton. Oh, I'm going to have to. Cornoyer. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. You're not even looking at it. Are you? <laughs> He's the 10th, 10th ranked wrestler. That's a, that's a uh, quarterfinal match right away. So someone's not naked out of this pretty tough weight class here. 120 pounds, not a lot of ranked wrestlers there, but a big key semifinal match is going to be Mason Carpenter. We talked a lot about him. Oshkosh Lords. He's the number two ranked wrestler in the semifinals. I, and, and when we say this, we're not trying to bring insulting anybody, but it's, you know, if everything goes status quo, right. He's going to be going against Elias Glinsky, Crandon, the number four. So we got the two and four potential semifinal match at 120 pounds. And then already taking us to 132 Teague. There are uh, four ranked wrestlers an honorable mention wrestler here. So two of these guys that are highly ranked are going to go home. Chance Gruber Coleman's the number eight ranked. Second round potential Brooks Kraus from Athens, number 10. So you got eight, 10 there on the top side. And we got a potential 7-11 match on the bottom. Blake Carton, Shy Octon, the freshman, and Noah uh, Altman from Auburndale. But Altman's got to get through an honorable mention wrestler in Andres Sanchez uh, in the quarterfinals. 
Well, a lot of lightweight uh, he, action. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 152 pounds is uh, now we got a couple of rematches, right? We got Lujo number three, still ranked number three, even though uh, he did lose to Will Bieber, the number five ranked wrestler. Bieber did win that one on Tuesday, seven to four. That's a potential of a semifinal. And then right off the bat, uh, well, number 10 ranked wrestler on the bottom, uh, Trent Vandenelsen. He's uh, he's sitting there and he's going to be waiting the winner of this one. He got a seven and eight matchup. Brad Demrath from Shyacton and Brayson Brayson Kelly from uh, um, Florence uh, Niagara. Those two are going to be battling in that corners quarterfinal. But Good. yeah, I I, t- I talked about a lot of them. And I said I was only going to choose the brackets that had multiple ranked wrestlers in them, and, and of course, Teague, this particular north. Northeastern sectional just has bracket after bracket with so many ranked guys, but 160 pounds continuing to go. Uh, Pearson Saplinski. There it is. Hey, Teague, now it's written right here. Look at the bracket. Wabino, Wabino Leona. Holy cow. Now I'm saying it wrong, <laughs> but he's the number five ranked wrestler. And then uh, right away, we got Dylan Herb, Shyock, and honorable mention. He's going to be going against Hector Pinter from. Uh, well, Hector Pinter, the easy 11th ranked wrestler, and then Tyson Bogas from Bondowell, number six ranked wrestler on the bottom side. He's going to go against Gavin Kirsch in the semifinals from Stratford. He's the number 10th ranked wrestler, obviously, if everything uh, falls the way it should. But yeah, just great stuff all over here, Teague. Uh, and then the last one for this one that I'm going to talk about is the 182 pound weight class, big ones. Peter, uh, Peter Kukta Coleman, number seventh ranked wrestler in the semifinals could be going against Jackson Armand, number four ranked wrestler. And then on the bottom side, we got everybody's ranked on the bottom here. We got, uh, uh Colton Shue. yeah, Colton shoe, number 11th ranked wrestler, TJ Muller from Krivitz honorable mention. And then the last, uh, the last spot on the bottom side there as well, Donovan Vigu from Bondowell honorable mention going against Sloan Welch. By state wrestler, number five ranked wrestler. So something's got to give at that particular weight class. I think it might be Vig. What did I say? Oh, Vig, gotcha. Did I say Vigu? Yeah. I probably did. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> hey, a lot, lot of names to go through tonight. I got sheets everywhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those are the first two in Division Three. Yeah, T, that takes us to the Westby sectional. And, and man... <laughs> this, this part of the state, we talk about them time after time and just how tough it is. And, and that really tells, I probably could have went through every bracket in this one. I was uh, going to say, think, can I, can I just take a guess right now that this is going to be like a little lightweight heavy? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. And right off the, you talk about lightweights. Let's talk about the 106 pounders, right here. Here's unbelievable. We, we have all kinds of ranked wrestlers, but not just ranked wrestlers, highly ranked wrestlers right off the bat. Jake Fitzpatrick, the number one ranked wrestler, right? He, he's on the top paired with uh, uh, Grun- Grunenfelder and uh, he's the number eight ranked wrestler, but let's take a look at the bottom. Nutter from Fenimore is the number two ranked wrestler right off the bat. He's going against Radovich, uh, the number ninth ranked wrestler. And on the bottom side of that bracket is, is Rowan Carey for mineral point number four. Now here, here's the interesting thing, Teague. You're the number two ranked wrestler going into Tuesday night and you come out with two losses. <laughs> you, you lose to Fitzpatrick, you lose seven to two there. And then you lose to Kerry uh, in the, in the semifinal, you eight to two. So pretty tough day. Um, but you know, that's, 
that's what Tuesday is, right? You put Tuesday behind you and Saturday is a whole different day. Uh, I'm just impressed because right off the first bat with the quarterfinals, the number two and number nine ranked, nine, ninth ranked wrestlers going at it right away. 113 pounds. With honor, if you include honorable mention in this one, Teague, there's only one guy that is not ranked. And that guy is a 500 ranked wrestler from DeSoto, right? But uh, I'll just I'll just list them right down from top top to bottom. Reed this Sawyer. is a deep one. This is a deep yeah, one for sure. <laughs> yep, yep. He's uh, number 12. First round, he's going against Jacob Orloff, honorable mention. And then uh, the only guy, the guy kind of gets it off easy is uh, um, Ian Fenimore, number six ranked wrestler. He's going, uh, uh, well, I won't... I won't <laughs> Um, but he's going to have to take on, obviously he's going to have a tough, tough bracket to get to the championship, but Cade rule, the number five ranked wrestler from mineral point, he did wrestle the Fenimore wrestler on, on Tuesday. Uh, he's going against Dylan Powell from Brookwood honorable mention. And then you got Brooke Hoskins from Westby honorable mention. He's wrestling Biba from Iowa grant, the number seventh ranked wrestler. So just a loaded, loaded weight class at 113 pounds. A lot of rematches in there too. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I, I'm probably missing a few rematches. I was popping through Tuesday. Uh, you know, when you're a good team and you're wrestling on Tuesday, then you're going to have rematches on Saturday, right? Whether it's first round, second round of the finals. Uh, I'm popping up here to 145 pounds. Robert Tate, Flaggy Aquinas. He's the number three ranked wrestler right out the bat. He's got a Fenimore wrestler, Caden Hahn, who's honorable mention. And then <laughs> waiting, waiting for the winner of that one is going to be number seven and number 12, Lincoln Manning. Ithaca Weston, number seven, against Christian, Christian Orloff. He's the number 12-ranked wrestler. So that top side is just stacked up there. On the bottom side, you got Garrett Batlin from Westby, the number eight, and then Riley Wanick from Riverdale. He's number 10. Wow. And then, yeah, it's it's uh, it, 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 every weight class is like this, Teague. I, I just selected two more. Uh, 182 pounds, Riley Clark, Claire, I'm sorry, from Aquinas. He's number six. If everything stands status quo, Bryce Galley from Lancaster, number 12. And then down on the bottom, Cameron Wolf Fenimore, who I've seen wrestle multiple times. He's honorable mention. He's a, he's a tough, he's a tough, oh, right. He's a tough first rounder for the number two seated, I'm sorry, number two ranked wrestler, Jacob Manning from Ithaca Weston. In the last bracket, is the big fellas heavyweight. There it is. Yep. Yep. On Tuesday night, these two guys wrestled, but they're in the top side. You got Preston. Uh, oh, Teague, help me out here. Horahan. Oh, Horahan. Yeah. Horahan from Aquinas. Good. That's a, that's a tough, uh, uh, tough wrestler up there. He's wrestling a Cambridge wrestler first round, but on Evan on Tuesday, Evan Gratz from Fenimore did wrestle only one four to one, right? He's the number eight ranked wrestler, but Evan first round has got the number 10 ranked wrestler in cable Caleb, uh, March, if I'm saying that right from Ithaca Weston, I think it's a March on the bottom, Marchwick. I'm sorry. Uh, and then the bottom Dylan, not the number one ranked wrestler is going against Isaac Biba, Iowa grant Highland, number nine ranked wrestler. That's a first round. Nobody wants to go against an Iowa grant wrestler. The first round. You see the top side of the bracket, you're like, oh, that's that's solid. And then the bottom side, you're like, oh, okay, it's even a little more solid now. Yeah, it's uh she's a beast there. She's a beast. 
But and the last Division Three sectional, Dodgeland, got some a uh, uh, lot of lot of good matches here, uh, including. Uh, I'm going to go backwards on this one, Teague. I, I, this one doesn't have a lot of ranked wrestlers in it, but anytime a, a bracket has the number one and number two ranked wrestlers, that's, that's pretty sweet, right? It's pretty solid. It's uh, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's how I think, I think this one's going to go uh, one, two, three, right? You got Jaden, Jaden Walker, Marcus Ann, 40 and two. He's the number 10th ranked wrestler, but he's got to get by Samuel Schwab, a random Lake number one. And then Mitchell Thompson, Kiwani, he's number two. So Thompson's on the bottom. You got Walker and Schwabi up top. I think that one's going to go one, two, three. I think it's just a matter of who's one, who's two. 138 wow. pounds. <laughs> yeah, 138 pounds. Brother of uh, state champ and, and Wisconsin Badger wrestler, Max Severin. Max Severin, Kiwani, he's the number 10 ranked wrestler. He's got Gavin Campbell, Marcus Ann, another uh, ranked wrestler. First round. And on the bottom side, you got Mason Hoopman. Number ninth ranked against Stone Pomeroy, Random Lake. He's the number three ranked wrestler. And the last bracket I have, T, before uh, you go on and do some D1 teams is um, this one's pretty tough. You got five ranked wrestlers here. Devin Brooks, Mark Azan, uh, in the semifinals, they're going to have to go against the number one ranked wrestler. He just moved down, believe he wrestled 182 pounds all year long from Michigan, Brant Craycraft. And uh, that's going to be a pretty good semifinal. And then Brady Elvers, Horicon's on the bottom side, number nine. And he's going to have, well, he's got a good first round match with Owen Barr, Poinette, who's, who's uh, honorable mention. But also down there from Kiwani, Logan Steinhorst, he is the number seven ranked wrestler. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a uh, lot, lot going on in that one bracket for sure. Uh, yeah, we, a uh, little, little audible here. Uh, we're going to do, we just did division three. We're going to do the first four division one sectionals and then jump back to division two, last four division one sectionals. I think that was a logistical thing. We just didn't think about Steve with the, or with the setup that we had, where it's like, oh, well, it's going to be Steve talking for like 30 minutes in a row. And that's going to be Teague talking for 30 minutes in a row. So I think this will, I think this will help us separate things a little bit here. But yeah, starting in the Eau Claire North sectional, which uh, in about 35 minutes, I'm going to find out if I'm going to Eau Claire North or O'Connell Falls. That's right. But that voting's going pretty good. Yeah, a lot of lot of action in that semifinal round. <laughs> but uh, right away, 145 is what caught my eye right away. Um, yeah, Brett Franklin of Marshfield ranked seventh. Kale Roth of Stevens Point ranked eighth. Gabe Ramos, Wausau West, ninth. Owen Larson of River Falls is honorable mention. I was going to say uh, those three from that second regional in there. I mean, that's a good battle. You had uh Roth beat Ramos on Saturday at regionals. And then of course, Franklin beat Roth. And then you just, you can't count Owen Larson out of the mix as well. And yeah, this is going to be one of those where a couple of good guys are going to be going home for sure. Uh, next one up here. Uh, I really like the heavies in this one, 220 pounds. A few guys from here. You have Cody Kwok of Menominee, Ryder Deppies of Merrill and Col Colton Gearink of Wausau West. Uh, Gearink and Deppies, Steve, they went back and forth. I think Deppies beat Gearink at conference and then the result flipped at regionals 
or Garing beat Deppies. And then Quok's in there. He's just a solid wrestler. I saw him at the Husky invite comes in 35 and four. His parents sat in front of me when I was doing the broadcasting. So I got to talk to them a little bit. Great people. I think we could see a potentially good battle from those three. And then of course at heavyweight, you could argue barring a big upset that the top two are pretty much set, but man, am I pumped to see a potential matchup between Vito Massa of river falls 34 and two senior. He had three weight classes to choose from and he went up to heavyweight. And then of course uh, you have Jaron Rohde of Stevens point who comes in 31 and oh, so that could be uh, a literal Titan matchup that we'll be seeing <laughs> at 285. So that was a few brackets from that one that I liked moving or over to Hortonville starting right off at 106 pounds, man. Oh man, that's going to be a fun one. You have Jacob Herm comes in ranked first, the freshman out of Nina, Micah Beckett from the peers ranked fourth. Tristan Ellerman of Hortonville is ranked seventh. And then uh, Owen Wathke of Bayport, who is ranked ninth. So, uh, yeah, a lot going on. That action's going to be starting off right away. And, Steve, they're all on separate parts of the bracket. So that's gonna, that could very well be the semifinals there. Right. Next one up for Hortonville, 120 pounds. This is just a matchup that I'm looking uh, forward to seeing. We have Shane Corrigan from the pier ranked number one, looking for that first state title and Lucas Peters of Kakana ranked third. Of course, they both placed first in their regionals and it looks like they're on a crash course to face off in that sectional final. And that's one that I'm really hoping happens at 182 pounds. We have, we're going to have a top six guy in the state rankings wise, at least uh, not, not make it out there. So uh, looking at the tail of the tape there, you have Michael Alexander of De Pere ranked second. And then on the bottom side of the bracket, we have Trenton Gibbons of Pulaski, who's ranked fourth, and Drew Wenzicki of Kakana, who is ranked sixth. So could see Gibbons versus Wenzicki in the finals. Alexander did beat Gibbons at regionals. That's why they are where they are in the bracket. That score was a five to two. So by no means a blowout there. And then at 195 pounds, uh, just a deep bracket. Again, we have Brock Arn of Appleton North ranked fourth, Devin Munoz of Nina ranked 10th, and Spencer, Spencer Bruin of Appleton West ranked 11th going into that one. And a battle of a couple of uh, state place winners at 285, Steve. You have Bryce Fox of Nina ranked fifth, Ethan Hansen of Appleton North ranked sixth. Again, that's it's one of those brackets where the top two, you could argue that it's it's well decided. I think a lot of people would pick those two. Anything can happen, of course, but seeing Fox and uh, Hanson face off again, as they did at regionals, would be pretty cool. Also, Fox won that first one. He pinned Hanson in three minutes, 14 seconds, which brings us over to the Sun Prairie sectional now. And this one for me, it's a, it's a couple of big rematches. I think the one bracket that I'm really excited to see is 106. You have a trainer current of Reedsburg, who's honorable mention, but saw him at on Saturday at Baraboo and just a very, very solid wrestler. Uh, we also have Landon Freeman of Rapids, who 
he lost a curtain four to three at regionals. So uh, again, Freeman not ranked, but by no means out of the picture at all. And then Chris, Chris Anderson from Sun Prairie comes in rank six, only one loss on the year. Part of that Sun Prairie crew. That's just pretty solid in the lightweights. Yeah. They're, they got, they're real tough down low. And then next one is just a really is a rematch that I'm really looking forward to finding out how that shakes out. You have Preston Cradiville of Holman ranked seventh and Kyler Newberger of Beaver Dam ranked fifth team sectional rematch. It was the last match of the night, Steve, and it was the marquee match too. Uh, Newberger ended up winning that one. I believe the score was six to five, but man, the, the energy that those two had the whole time, that's going to be awesome. You're I'm assuming that they're probably going to go at it again. Right. And then at 145 pounds, there's going to be a really, really good kid going home disappointed in some way, shape or form. So of course uh, we have Brett Bach from Rapids took first at the Bear Brew regional. Uh, he comes in, he's ranked first in the state now. And then on the bottom side of the bracket, get this, Steve, you have Parker Craddeville ranked second in the state, lost a great match to Bach. That was, that was the best match at the Bear Brew regional. I'll say that now. I forgot to bring that up on the last podcast, but man, <laughs> that was some really good wrestling that we saw. And that has the potential to be a state finals matchup as well, but Craddeville by no means an easy road to the finals because on the way bottom of the bracket, you have Oscar Wilkowski of Watertown, 30 and two a junior ranked sixth in the state. And to think between Bach, Craddeville and Wilkowski, the fact that one of those guys is going home is just unbelievable. It's too bad. So that's what we have for Sun Prairie. And then last one, we have uh, Oshkosh North before we jump over to Division Two. 113 doesn't get more dynamite than this matchup. I just talked about Cradville and Bach too, but Ben Bass of West Bend West and Noah Tonzer of Slinger, a couple of state champs from last year at 113 pounds. Just uh, absolutely ridiculous there. 120 pounds. Uh, we have Lucas Ryan of Arrowhead ranked eighth. Keith Nemajowski of Manitowoc Lincoln is ranked 11th. And then uh, Jaden Yauk of Ocon. The freshman uh, looking to looking to sneak his way into sectional. So that's one of those where I think it, we could see a good battle between Neva Juski and uh, Yauk. Ryan and Yauk did have a close match at regionals on paper. You'd probably say Ryan's the favorite coming into this one, but hey, anything can happen on sectional Saturday. That's right. At 220 pounds. Uh, the note I have for this one is wide open. So let me just uh, pull up the bracket there <laughs> so I can. So I can get some names down, but at 220, just uh, just looking at the list, you have a uh, Max Wetzel Bieski of West Bend West, uh, 26 and 13 junior, Jeremiah uh, Kamaluski of Oshkosh North. Sorry if I get that one wrong. I know with the Polish names, it's uh, easy to mess up sometimes. <laughs> ben Beering of Oshkosh West, who at 17 and eight won his regional. That's the one with Bieski and. Uh, Komaleski in it, but then uh, on the bottom side, uh, winning the other regional is Jacob PC of Port Washington. So kind of looking like a four horse race right now, Steve, which that's tough means we're going to get good semis. And then of course, uh, good placement matches as well. 
And then I just threw in which uh, with Oshkosh North, uh, people just are going to be gifted with a lot of really good wrestlers in general. I think that's why I had a hard time finding a couple more brackets for this one because you have Volvania of Arrowhead, Messenbrink of Arrowhead. You have both the Miras Salas. It's just, oh, of course, the, the Wyatt Du Chateau show. Get a yeah. ticket to that on Saturday. So there's, there's a few solid brackets in this one where there's going to be good battles and you're just going to see a lot of studs here as well. So that's what we got for the first four sectionals in Division One. We'll hop back to uh, Division Two here, Steve. Yeah, Division Two. Uh, you know, also, starting uh, off good, with, good, yeah, good luck with this one. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what, people are going to be disappointed. <laughs> I hope not. Um, I just had to start ripping brackets out because I could have gone over every single bracket, sectional A in Division Two, Teague, loaded, just loaded. <laughs> that's nuts. Wow. Uh, 113 pounds (laughs) is what I'm going to start with. Uh, just, and, and here, and here's the deal guys, I'm gonna have to just start naming names because it's just loaded with ranked guys, right? Eight guys, probably most brackets in this sectional, most brackets have five, six guys ranked in them. So a lot of good guys are going to be going home and, and I think it's going to show up the state tournament. I think the sectional is going to do extremely well, uh, starting off with that at 113 pounds, the number one ranked wrestler, Colton Hush, Baldwin Woodville. And uh, on the bottom side, Carter Schultz from Rice Lake, number four. And I, and I jumped from top to bottom because in the quarterfinals, you have two firecrackers right off the bat. Thaddeus Sigmund from Medford, number nine, is going against Tommy Brown, number 12, from Northwestern. And Brent Plumdale uh, from oh, West Plumadol. Salem. Oh, Plumadol. Okay, I apologize. Uh, number 11. And going against number 10, uh, Lane Anderson from Amory. That's a 11, 10 battle, 10, 10, 11 battle right away, bud. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> there, there's so many brackets in that one where you look at the quarterfinals, you're like, wow, it's going to be tough to win that first match for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. And if you lose, you just got to hope, right? Hope, hope, uh, next round, but there's the, there's nothing guaranteed. 120 pounds Teague, St. Croix central. Who you got? St. Croix Teague central. Hole. Yeah. Teague Holzer, number seven. Oh my gosh. I'm so disappointed. I was pulling up my other brackets for D one. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Uh, but here, here's the thing on, on the, so a second man in this section, all Trayton Ackman, right? By state state champ. I'm sorry. By state champ. Uh, the number three ranked wrestler. So that's uh, on the top side, Trenton uh, Kirkland from Hayward. He's the number 11th ranked wrestler. First round's got the number eight ranked wrestler, Cole Brash from Baldwin Woodville. And on the very bottom is number two ranked wrestler, Luke Dukes from NGL. So you're saying a very good kid is not going to be making it out there. <laughs> yeah. T you could just say that after every bracket here for the Amory, Amory section, the number four guy, you know, in a different sectional, maybe it's a different story, right? Uh, 152 pounds, uh, a broken record here loaded, right? But Wyatt Ingham, number three ranked wrestler, Amory, Luke Blanchard. He's the number nine, ninth ranked wrestler. And on the bottom side, Sam Murphy from Prescott, number eight, and Owen Wasley, number four from St. Croix Central. So uh, that's 152 pounds. And 160 pounds, four four highly ranked wrestler, Eddie Symes from Amory, Ivan Venendahl, number ninth ranked wrestler, Ellsworth, 
And the bottom side, Jacob. Um, oh my gosh, I should have looked at this one. And any glasses? Set of E. He's the number eighth, eighth ranked wrestler from Osceola. And then you got Bowen Rothbauer, the number two ranked wrestler. So that's a pretty good weight class, 160 oh. <laughs> pounds. Yeah. Well, what's what's the O? What do you got? Just uh, just the amount of studs in the bracket, of course. Real quick before you go on to your next one, I think one of the best first round matches potentially that we could see across any division is Tanner Holopka, Abbotsford, Colby, and Mason Tiley of Amory at 145. Yeah, I did. Uh, I had that one out. I just had a. It didn't make <laughs> the cut. But it you, didn't make the cut. It made the uh, it made the quarterfinals. It didn't make the semifinals. But yeah, that is a pretty good round, uh, first round action. One hundred and seventy pounds. Minnesota recruit Devin Wasley is the number one ranked wrestler. Saint Croix Central. I mean, we're way looking ahead, right? But we're stoked, Teague, for uh, an Owen Heiser Wasley state championship, aren't we? But that's what if it if it pans out that way, I'll be very excited for that finals match. Absolutely. But stand in his way, Brandon, Brandon Meister uh, from uh, Spooner Webster. He's the number seven. And then Braden Albee. He's uh, uh, from Regis. He's uh, the number ninth ranked wrestler. And there's several other honorable mentions in that bracket. 182 pounds. Grant Cook, Amory, number seven. Caden Weber, number six. And on the bottom side, Lewis Yankee from Ellsworth. Uh, he's got a tough first round match against Perkle Shackleton from St. Croix Central. And on the bottom side from Northwestern is Ian Smith and Teague. I'm going to say 195 pounds. Not that there's a lot of ranked wrestlers in this one, but it's pretty impressive when you have the first, second and third ranked guy at the same weight class in the same sectional, uh, these three, you know, there, there are those that think these three will finish top three in the state. I know the other state has something to say about it, but uh, Max Ramber Ramberg, Number one, Baldwin Woodville, Kale Hopke, number two from Amory, and then Carter Grew, number three from Abbotsford Colby. So um, it's crazy, crazy stuff when you look at it. And uh, Hopke and Grew, I'm sorry, I said Crew before. I apologize. Carter Grew, um, that's going to be the semifinal if everything stays uh, the way we're, we're talking here. Yeah, and to think that we're going to be getting at least two combinations of those three facing off on could be see I think there's potential where we see a round robin between those three. That that would be Saturday. Awesome. So if you have awesome. Gru and Hopke, whoever wins that one, if they happen to beat, let's say Ramberg makes finals. Yep. Then yeah, oh, we would see, see all th- all three matches between them. Yeah, because they would have a wrestle back. Huh. Wow. Those fans would be, uh, that'd be a treat for them. Taking us uh, all the way across the state to the O'Connell Falls sectional. Uh, this, is this uh, once again, Teague, 106 pounds, <laughs> just always seems to be a loaded, uh, loaded weight class. Uh, New London's got, uh, and, and here's, throughout the sectionals it's crazy which guys lost right so i mean it's you look at it and say hey i'm a sectional qualifier oh i'm sorry i'm a i'm a sectional champ and then you look at the brackets and realize who you have first rounds <laughs> it's uh i i think it's uh it's it's crazy some of the first round mat- matchups we have but 106 pounds from new london wyatt mogolski who you did get to see live teague right yeah 
And uh, to, when I saw that he lost, I was pretty shocked. <laughs> yeah, he lost to Freedom's uh, Peter Tomzovic, uh, the freshman's number three ranked wrestler, right? So you got the three, four there. Everett Colts from Wrightstown. He's the number seventh ranked wrestler. He's a number two guy because he lost to Logan Miller from Brilliant, the number five ranked wrestler. So you got two really good second man out of a regional on that top side. And then you got obviously the champs on the bottom side. So one of those four uh, really good wrestler will be staying home uh, next weekend, popping up to 138 pounds state champion, or I'm sorry, not state champion, but uh, uh, runner up, I believe from Luxembourg Casco, Max Ronsman, number one ranked wrestler first round against Carter Kruckenberg from little shoot. He's the number seven on the bottom side is Josh Walker from Marinette number five. And then Ryan Tomzovic from Seymour, so you got the Tomzovics, two Tomzovics, different towns. Uh, Seymour, he's the number six ranked wrestler. And wow. then uh, 145, 145, not a lot of ranked wrestlers. Uh, I just really like this potential semifinal matchup between number two and number four, Nathan Vandehei, Freedom, and Nick Alexander, Wrightstown. And 195 pounds is the last one I'm going to talk about at this, at this sectional. Uh, Two really good quarterfinal matches. Patrick Moore, number nine from Freedom. He's got Garrett Kilgus from Brilliant, number five. And on the top side, uh, Chase Mathias from Two Rivers. Very tough. They're talking about him being in the running, right? With those, uh, you throw him in the mix with those other uh, guys from the, across the state. And then, not currently not ranked, but was has been in the rankings all year round is Will Katz from Xavier. Uh, that's who Mathias has first round. So that's going to be a real good, uh, real good battle in there. Steve, looking way ahead, I mean, you look at you look at uh, Matthias and Kilgus, and then you have the three guys from from the other sectional. Yep. If it shook out where they're the top five seeds, we're seeing a matchup between two of them in the quarterfinals. Correct. On Friday morning. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Hey, Teague, take a guess. What, what weight class am I going to start at for the Richmond Center sectional? For the Richland Center sectional? Yep. Common oh. theme. Oh, man. I mean, 132, I know, is going to be really good. <laughs> yeah. Is it yep. is it lighter? Oh, it's 106. I mean, that's just been the common theme every, oh, every I did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I goofed on that one. No, it's, uh, well, when you got the number one and number two ranked wrestler in the state at the same sectional, you have to talk about it, right? Number one, Charlie Might, Dodgeville. First round, though, Blake Andres from uh, Belmont, Monticello, New Glarus. That's going to be, a, he's a number 11. And, and waiting for the winner of that one, if obviously, uh, um, you know, everything stands status quo. Levi Ness, Lodi, number 12. In the bottom side, this is a first-round matchup, right? Darlington, Ethan Aird, he's number two. He's second man out of his regional. Why? Because who did he lose to on the top side? Charlie Might. And uh, he has Gunner Katzenmoyer from Evansville, number 10th ranked wrestler. That's a round oh. one matchup, <laughs> right? Uh, right at the game. That's what I was talking about earlier. Hey, you're, you're a regional champ. I'm the number one guy going to the sectional. Oh, hey, congratulations. You have the number two ranked wrestler. <laughs> it's a kind of stinks, right? 132 pounds. Uh, you're absolutely right. Um, this from, from top to bottom, pretty good. Rhett Koenig, number one, Prairie du Chien. And on the bottom side, is Chandler Curtis. He's the number five. And we've been talking about him, right? Owen Stafford 
from Darlington, the freshman, number six. So Seth Rude Curtis are on the bottom. On top is Koenig. And uh, uh, Ashton Robinson from Bigfoot Williams Bay, once again, that regional champ, pretty excited. And going out, oh, who's, who's who do you got as a number two man? Well, let's take on Owen Seffrude, who's really just been uh, uh, week in and week out, just impressing, impressing me more and more. I think that's a great example of winning the regional tournament and losing the draw. <laughs> yep. And the last one here, uh, 152, uh, we got the number 10, number two, number 11th, and number one ranked wrestler. That's going to be led by uh, the top two guys, right? Zane Licht. Number one from Lodi, and I I should have wrote the score down. I want to say it was a one point match between Lowell Arnold from from Portage. Uh, he's on he's on the top side, right? Um, that's just a that's a good battle. Lowell Arnold at the Badger Conference tournament impressed the heck out of me, right? So I think uh, uh, that's going to setting up a potential great rematch in that sexual final with Zane Licht. Four three, four three. I imagine that is. Um, Knowing, knowing how Zane wrestles and know how uh, Arnold wrestles, I think that's a um, style clash, right? Zane looks kind of, you know, Iowa style, right? He's just going to kind of be all over the place, and Arnold's a, a, more of a technician. Uh, interesting interesting matchup between the two. Could, could see a potential battle of the Maddoxes for third place. Well, or championship, right? We don't want to write anybody off. Yeah, it's <laughs> fair. <laughs> uh the last sectional I have for is uh Wapam. We're talking southeastern part of the state. 132 pounds. Brody Hart, number two ranked wrestler from Winnicani. Sam Koth could be Koth uh from Camel Sport. And then Bryce Crowley, the number four ranked wrestler from Amro. He's on the bottom side, and Cade Nowak from Plymouth uh, on the bottom side as well. 182 pounds jumping way up. You got Logan Neitzel from Lomira, number nine, and Jay DeBlay. I got to see Jay wrestle. Uh, he's the number two ranked, or I'm sorry, number 12 ranked wrestler from Utsburg. Explosive young man. And then uh, on the bottom side, Carter Wardner from Amro. And then you got Ben Keenbaum from Keel, number 11th ranked wrestler. So that's a pretty good, pretty good bracket for the Wapon sectional. And then the big fellas, right? You got Zach Pust. From Lomira, he's number seven. And then Max Hudson, he's the number six ranked wrestler from East Troy. And then Logan C from Chilton Hilbert, uh, rounding that one out. So those are the three back brackets I have for the Wapan sectional Teague. And uh, why don't you take us home with D1? All right. The last four Division One sectionals here. So looking first here at Ford Atkinson. Uh, right away, 132 pounds could see a great matchup between uh, Cole Starbacher of Stoughton, who comes in ranked fourth, and Joey Showalter of Elkhorn, who's ranked second. Back at Starbacher's ranked fourth, that 132 pounds Division One state bracket is going to be a barn burner. Mm-hmm. At 138 pounds, uh, this kind of seems like this one is going to be wide open, at least from my perspective. I mean. When you see that Jackson Pernot from Mount Hora Barneveld took fourth in his regional, it kind of makes you wonder like what, what else is going on in this bracket. I mean, uh, that means uh, Soder Bloom from Stoughton, Irie Jackson from La Follette, and Brandon Little from Oregon all placed higher than Pernot. But then you can't forget uh, Kilizuski from Milton and Wazinski from McGuanago. So 
I mean, the way I see it, just uh, it looks like there could be six guys, Steve, that have a potential to to make it. And only two yeah, are going to. That's awesome. And you don't usually see that at sectionals. Continuing the the streak here, just going weight by weight, I guess. Uh, 145 pounds. Uh, this one, I'm I'm here solely for the rematch. <laughs> you have Royce Nilo of Milton and uh, Cody Gable of McGuanago. Steve, you talked about that match a little bit at regionals. Final result of that one uh, ended up being 3-2 in favor of Gable. You have to assume it's going to be another good match if they both do make it to the finals. <laughs> it That match was one of the best matches. Top, Definitely top three of the best matches I've seen this year. This one I'm intrigued by uh, by a certain match in the 195-pound bracket, and that's the very first round, Steve. We have John Harmon of Stone and Dane Crimplevine of McGuanago. And yeah, oh, good. <laughs> Harmon, it seemed like Harmon definitely uh, had a lot of control, handled most of that match at team sectionals, but. I think this is one of those where it could be a different match this time around. I think, I think we're going to see a closer match for sure. Absolutely. Well, it's different scenarios, right? There you're wrestling for a team on Saturday, you're wrestling for individual. And then the winner of that match, I just put uh probably going to have to go through uh, three of the other uh, Milton regional qualifiers, whether it be Braden Zollner of Elkhorn, Charlie Eckert of Milton or Travion Sanda of Parker. Steve, uh, you pay attention to that 95 pound. It seems like any of those four, <laughs> it just seems again, any of those four would have been a different result every day. If you wrestled that. I, I think so. I think it's a round Robin wrestled every day and you nailed it. Different, uh, different result. In fact, uh, my top four, when I, when I did this bracket out, kind of wrote it out totally different than how it finished on regional Saturday. <laughs> And then I think I'm just excited for this mat potential matchup again at 220. You have, uh, as you like to call him, Jackson, the man child, Mankowski from La Follette, 37 and 0 junior. Other side of the bracket, uh, Gunther Switzer of Monona Grove McFarland. Uh, that is a rematch from a regionals. And Mankowski got the pin in 232 in that one. But I think even beyond Switzer, you can't guarantee that, you know, it's those two because you have Beckett Spildy, who, as we saw, can be dangerous with the lat drop. And then Ryan Major of McGuanago, who took first at the Milton Regional. So I'm excited for a potential, you know, two, four matchup there in the rankings, but also by no means there's a guarantee that that's going to happen either. I think right. we're going to see madness in that bracket. I think that might be the best uh, assessment of that one. Moving on to the Homestead sectional, uh, just a couple of matches that I think I want to highlight. We have uh, Matthew Koizel of Nicolay, who's ranked seventh, also a renowned, very good fisherman, I heard. Mm. And then Ben Otto of Brookfield Central ranked fourth. They're on opposite sides of the bracket. I would expect them to be squaring off in the finals, oh, barring, barring no upsets. And then up at heavyweight, this one's a pretty interesting. You have uh, Alec Perlstein of Homestead, 16 and two, Steve. One of those losses, though, did come last week at regionals. He lost to Max Solmacher of Nicolay. And I think there's going to be some drama in that one. And it goes deeper than these two. You have uh, Andy Champy of uh, Brookfield East. 
You have Jordan Jackson of Wisconsin Lutheran in that one as well. And yeah, that's a, a 285 pound bracket. Pretty, pretty solid there. I love watching the big boys. Then uh, moving on to the new Berlin West sectional 145 pounds for West here. Uh, I said, uh, so there's Aiden Zerbel from uh, Waukesha North and that one, Austin Elger of Muskego, who took third in that same bracket, Jacob Bruner from Pawaukee. Also, it just clicked in my head. I, I had good representation from Waukesha South and I meant the regional in that one. <laughs> I was like, There's not a Waukesha South guy in here, but I think what I was going with was you have Zerbel of North, Elgar of Muskego, Bruner of Pawaukee and Nick Foster, 30 and 12 from New Berlin. Uh, that That's just shaken out. I'm sure regionals was a pretty exciting day and I think sectionals will prove to be no different there. Wow, I uh, I played myself hard there with that yeah. note in the outline. I, I don't know where you're going with that. I thought, you know, like you say, oh, hey, they Waukesha South has good representation at this. You know, I, I was thinking you meant they have more than one qualifier at that weight class. I'm, I just, it didn't play in my head right. <laughs> and uh, let's see, at 160 pounds, a matchup. Again, I'm potentially excited to see. You have undefeated Magnus Kwakinen of Wausau West, 32 and 0 senior, and uh, Leith Jaraba of uh, Milwaukee, Ronald Reagan, 45 and 5 senior. Opposite sides of the bracket. If these two end up squaring off, I know that that might be one of the first results that I go to from this sectional. 170 pounds. Uh, could see a good conference rematch here. You have Jack Gillis of New Berlin, Marcellus Satterfield of Greenfield. Satterfield, one of the guys picked up his hundredth win this year. Okay. Conference rematch that Gillis won nine to two. But if there's one thing we learned from a sec from team sectional, Steve, and you see some of those rematches from earlier in the year, seven points can be made up. Yep. I now I see a seven point result, and I think, hmm, maybe that match could be closer next time around. So Excited to see if that one ends up coming to fruition. And then 220, potential good uh, regional rematch here. You have uh, John Moore of uh, Pawaukee and Dominic Schneier of uh, Muskego at regionals. Schneier did beat Moore three to two. Sure, uh, one of the other six guys in the bracket would like to have something to say about a rematch happening there. Right. But I'd love to love to see a, a rematch that was three two just the weekend before. And last but not least, here we have the Racine Park sectional, uh, starting off at 126 pounds. Man, this one this one's just deep. Yep. You have Connor O'Donnell from South Milwaukee, ranked third. Rory Dutton from Kenosha Tremper. Uh, Sullivan Ramos, Kenosha Indian Trail. Uh, they're both honorable mention. And then you have Logan D. Filippo of Wilmot Union, not ranked, but very solid wrestler, comes in at 22 and eight. And I would say O'Donnell probably has the advantage on paper, but it seems like in that Southeast area, that sectional age, Steve, you, you got to throw away the records almost. So when these yep. teams get out on the mat, it just seems like anything can happen. It's like when people talk about the AFC North and the NFL, you know, it's sure throw out the records, throw out the resumes. It's, it's going to be a fun on the mat at 132 pounds. 
These two have been going at it the last couple of weeks. You have a Luke Mazinski of Oak Creek and Sabri Sino of Franklin. Uh, Mazinski did win the last two matchups at conference and at regionals. I believe it was conference the week before that they wrestled, but yeah, yeah. looking like these two could be squaring off again in the finals at well, 152 and, pounds. Oh, oh, see, I was just O'Donnell moved down from South Milwaukee. He moved down to 126. I thought those three were going to be battling at this sectional for, uh, to go to state, but, uh, obviously made room for one of them. Uh, one of them in a very tough weight class. What a, yeah. Would have made for, uh, <laughs> would have made for a disappointing end for a very good wrestler at 132 if that ended up being the case. <laughs> 152 pounds. You have Hunter Rudzinski of Waterford and Henry Amborn of Racine. Oh man, I don't have the <laughs> Racine St. Cats co-op. We'll Katz, go yeah. With. yeah. Rudzinski's ranked fifth. Amborn is ranked sixth at regionals last week. Amborn did beat or Rudzinski beat Amborn at six to five okay. at that regional. And then at all. 220 pounds a potential top three matchup here. We have Will Hager of Oak Creek ranked second Zeke T of Burlington ranked third. And Hey, you have Oak Creek versus Burlington, two top three wrestlers, 220 pounds. You know, that one's going to have some fireworks to it. Yep. The big boys come out to play, man. And that's all we got for our sectional preview. Oh, Steve, I'm, I'm just going to make the executive decision now. Uh, very, very pumped for sectionals. Th- yeah, me too. This is going to be the last podcast where we do research by committee. Cause I think we're better when we both do, like, if we both know a little bit about everything and can play off of each other, like, <laughs> well, that, and it's, it's too bad too, because you wish you wish you had the time or the resource to break down each sectional. Right. And talk about every weight class because there's so much good, uh, so many good matchups in each one of them. Um, you hate to you hate to slight anyone. Right. That's not the intent of it. We just don't have the time for it. But um, man, I, I'm just I'm, I'm excited to Teague. Right. There's so many great wrestlers across the state. And I, I'm, I'm already can't sleep for this weekend. But even after that, the state tournament, but I know you and I are going to be calling some action uh, live at the cool center. Uh, we get to see these guys uh, not only this week at sectionals, but the week after. Yeah, man, it's going to be a fun weekend. Another business decision too. Once sectionals ends and the brackets come out, then then everyone's looking forward to state. I was thinking of a sectional recap, but I think everyone just gets into state mode right away. Well, you know, and T, correct me if I'm wrong here. Um, I guess I we don't know this. Normally, the state pairings come out Saturday right, night, like right away. But I don't think that's going to happen, right? Because now they're seeding the tur- the tournament, so we're not going to know them for probably maybe a day or two, right? Yeah, I don't I don't know how that's going to work necessarily, how how quick the computers are going to operate there. But when they do come out, uh, you best be assured Steve and I are going to be having a podcast for it and we are going to have picks for it as well. <laughs> yep. Yep. Time for Teague to redeem himself. No, you uh, you did win the girl state. So nice job. You broke. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like I was talking about uh, when Pat Yelk and I were talking that McGuanago and Stoughton were wrestling and somebody had just come out and stopped the bleeding, right? McGuanago jumped out to like a five nothing lead. And I feel like your win at girl state, you really stopped the bleeding there. You did, you did yeah, job. exactly. So I think that now I, now I'm going to build some momentum back for the big one. 
<laughs> well, then you lost the next couple rounds, but um, yeah, uh, yep, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I will be. In, I'm, I think the voting's not official. I haven't released it yet. It will be out by the time people hear this part of the podcast. I'll be in Eau Claire North this weekend. We have our state preview next week, but hey, everyone, just let's enjoy the wrestling. It's yeah. it's the best time of the year. Let's have a good time. You bet. And whether you see us or you listen to the show, we will catch you on the flip side.